Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. My name is Aaron. And I'm James. And we want to welcome you to the Dads of Destiny podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're excited. We have got a fun show, I think, today. Because we've been just talking off of air for like 10 minutes. (laughs) We had to cut off our conversation. It was like, we need to talk about this on the podcast. For sure, for sure. And so uh, let's just hop right into it because we were just talking about it and it's fresh on my mind and I know it's fresh on yours. So y'all can just hop in on the conversation. We normally start with some Destiny 2 stuff, but let's go ahead and start with some NFL draft. Uh, So we're... I'm a Titans fan, and Aaron is a Texans fan, so we're... Uh, closet Texans fan. Like, he's I, just, I, I come back and forth he's bandwagon. on bandwagon. You know? They suck right now, so he hopped off the bandwagon. Dude, hey, I was all in. Like, whenever we were awful and, like, 2-14, and 14 and, like, J.J. Watt was, like, holding it down, I was just super upset whenever, like, Bill O'Brien, like, sold the farm mm-hmm. and got rid of DeAndre Hopkins. Like... Just things that I was just like, he just checked out. Yeah, yeah, man, that was I was just like, this is so dumb. Like y'all are intentionally making them awful for the next like five or six years, and then yeah, because I mean Deshaun Watson, even though I know he's pervy sage, you know, <laughs> Naruto <laughs> reference for everybody. Oh um, man, but yeah, man, it's um. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they really upset me because D-Hop, in my opinion, has been the best wide receiver. He's on the move, apparently, too. Yeah. But nobody wants to pick him up with his, I think he's owed like $19 million. Oh. So, because yeah. I, I heard that the Ravens were trying to pair him with um, OBJ to try and entice Lamar. Oh, yeah. Lamar just wants that money. So, Wait, that would be. Where, where'd Marquise Brown go? Did he go to the Saints? Uh, Hollywood? I don't remember where he went but okay. he got traded last draft night and that the titans traded aj brown too. oh that was man dude devastating dude um but i brought up our division because everybody in our division uh except for the jaguars is kind of on the hunt they're trash <laughs> but they're on the hunt for a quarterback which can you believe? is why they are trash yeah but can you believe that we did not just group the jacksonville jaguars <laughs> Uh, they're like Browns level in terms of credibility as a franchise. Dude, they're, <laughs> they're the leaders of our division right now. Oh my god, that's gosh. so sad. Yes, it it really is. I, you know, it'll probably come to an end because some like so the uh, what's the guy's name? Whoever the owner is of Jacksonville, it's been there for forever, but he is like worse than Jerry Jones. Oh wow, yeah, like he'll just all of a sudden he'll start moving people for no reason. I mean, look at Leonard Fournette. He expected yeah. he wasn't really doing anything groundbreaking. Well, because they with expected, the Jags. yeah, well, exactly, because they expected him to come in and go like, "Oh, dude, you're going to do what you did in in college." Yeah, and it's like, "Hold on, dude, <laughs> I'm not Derrick Henry." No, not even that. Like they had an offensive line. Yeah, like that's the other thing too is that I, I think one of the t- one of the, the discussions that comes up with like players as they come into the NFL. We forget that just because they were amazing in the SEC or the Big Ten or the Big Twelve, whatever it is, you know they're playing against some guys who are going to be there four years, get their and degree, then go be car salesmen. Exactly <laughs> for enterprise. <laughs> yes. You know, like look at Steve; he's the most jacked Honda dealer I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> hey, where did you? Oh, I actually, yeah, I played some Division One ball, and maybe you saw me. You know, I had some NIL deals and. Now, here I am. Would you like to buy a Civic? Right. <laughs> and no shade at all, but 
That's no, just a comparison just, of the competition. 100%. Like, these guys are the best of the best of the best of the best. Yeah. Sure. Like, MIB stuff, you know? Like, yeah. these guys are... They're, they're literally the best players. Just the jump in competition yes. is... You can't like you can't quantify it really. In every these are the best players in every position from the last ten years. And in football as well, it's such a team sport that just because you dominated in college right. doesn't and in college you're able to recruit and kind of fill the needs of across the board in some sense. Yeah. But in the NFL, there can be a glaring disparity that makes even if you were a blue chip guy, you can't succeed at the next level because you're so dependent on everyone else to be at your level. Exactly. I, I think like Barry Sanders, I don't know if you've ever watched mm-hmm. old, old Barry Sanders highlights. I mean, absolutely insane, right? You're mm-hmm. like, whoa, what is happening? You're so excited watching this guy. They're, you know, they're like, oh, and everyone thinks that you're going to find that next Barry Sanders. You have to remember, like, they went, they would go like four and 12. Yeah. <laughs> and he's considered like the greatest running back of all time. Yeah. And he just dipped on people too. Mm-hmm. He was like, or he just dipped on like, Hey guys, all right, that's it. I'm retiring. You know, and yeah. everyone was like, Oh my gosh. Because you know? he didn't have the help around him and he realized, okay, I'm not going to do the same. That's just kind of the Detroit franchise as a whole. Cause right? Calvin Johnson did the same thing. Dude. He had a lot of years left in him, but realized, okay, these guys aren't going to capitalize on my best years. I'm an all time great. Bye. Yeah, I mean, Matthew Stafford, too. Mm-hmm. You know, he was like, all right. Like, Andrew Luck. Dude. Wait, Andrew Luck. Or not in terms of the oh. the Lions, oh, yeah, but just gotcha. guys tapping out early. Yeah, yeah well, I, I was talking about the, the Lions. Yeah. yeah, I was talking about the Lions. I mean, and, uh, Matthew Stafford, he dips. Mm-hmm. He got traded, though. Right, but I think he has to sign off on I think he had, like, the trade clause in okay. there. And so, um, which all of a sudden, dude, you know, he goes to somewhere else, and his first year – Chipped up. Super Bowl, bro. I mean, yeah, yeah, got the ring. I mean, which is, you're kind of, I mean, I was rooting for the guy because mm-hmm. there were so many players that I thought were so good that carried franchises. OBJ was one and then blew out his knee in that game. Yeah. God, dude, that was that yeah. was heartbreaking. Yeah. He was having a football game. Yeah, he got some, he got paid, though, by the Ravens. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah, he got like, I want to say... 19 million guaranteed or uh, or he can make up to 19 million uh i don't i don't know what the guarantee on it was but um he's the ravens are getting criticized a lot because lamar's asking for the money and, and they're they, paying everybody they're else. paying they're talking about bringing in d hop trying to get him pieces but they're not uh giving him the money is which he's holding out for dude so just pay the guy yeah i mean or like let somebody else pay him because mm-hmm. that i mean yeah, that's insane like i don't get why he's having so much issues with it or they you know? they say it's because he's injury prone but to me it just makes sense that okay as a football player i'm putting my body on the line He's not gonna. They're not willing to pay him. What? It, why is he incentivized to want to go out and play through injury or whatever when he doesn't have a guarantee? Because yeah. that's. I'm pretty sure it was known last year when they were going into the playoffs. He kind of just sat out, right? Because they weren't even really willing to negotiate on price with him. So he just sat out and missed out on a playoff game. I mean, it's yeah. It, it it's so weird to me. Because are they trying to like prove a point to make him like, hey, stay in the pocket, don't run out as much. If you do run, get down. But I mean, he is—he's trying to set a precedent 
for mm-hmm. at least quarterbacks that they should get guaranteed money, which I think as brutal of a game as football is, you got to bring, you got to give your top earners some type of stability. Yeah. And like the NBA has, it's not near as brutal of a game, but they get guaranteed contracts. And mm-hmm. so I think for Lamar, it's kind of a moral standpoint type of thing. Okay. And cause Deshaun Watson got that fully guaranteed contract. Crazy. <laughs> With Crazy. all of his liabilities. Yes. And Lamar's an MVP. He's just standing on his principles. And I kind of respect that. 100%. Like, I, that's the thing. Like, I don't get why the dude's not getting, like, why, why yeah. people just aren't, you know. And, and I know that sometimes, you know, it's business. So one of the things, if like one, if one person folds, then everyone else does you know i remember now everyone every single person is getting a like max deal contract you know like patrick mahomes has two super bowls two mvps um and he'll be like the eighth highest paid quarterback or something like that but he was he's going into this season as the fifth highest paid quarterback because he signed like a 10-year right like 500 million deal deal or something and it was just his money is spread out it's a lot of money, but it's spread out. And I think he's going into this season as the fifth highest paid. Lamar still needs to get paid. Joe Burrow still needs to get paid. Herbert still needs to get paid. The guys next year still need to get paid. So he's going to, by the time his contract is up, he's probably going to be end up being like the 20th highest paid quarterback in the league. For sure. And that's kind of the same path that the Patriots were on, that Tom Brady he was never the highest paid quarterback in the NFL and it gave the Patriots the flexibility to build around him. And Patrick Mahomes objectively is a lot more talented than for sure. My Brady. Yes. He's not, he hasn't achieved that level of greatness yet, Yet. but on skill wise, he's, Blows him out of the water. You're a LeBron James fan? Yes. I'm a Patrick Mahomes fan. Keep saying, yeah, bro. High five. Yeah. <laughs> Keep saying, yeah, bro. Uh, but I just, that dynasty that they have the capability of building in uh, Kansas City because of his selflessness, man. Selflessness. Pay me $25 million a year. I'm, in terms of what he could be getting. I'm so selfless. No, but he could be right. capitalizing on it a lot more. Right. And making crazy like just setting the precedent he could be doing what lamar is doing yeah and it would honestly be a lot more justified bro every siri been trying to interrupt on all these podcasts (laughs) lately dog um but yeah it's just the if he if they're able to surround him with talent like they have been able to he could how many super bowls do you think he could get to do you think he could pass Brady? Who knows? I mean, hopefully so. I would love as a you know Patrick Mahomes fan to just like buy the jerseys and just be yeah. like, yo, dude. What would that reduce Brady to then? I mean, I think it doesn't reduce. I think it's still like, you know, of course, just using like the like MJ and Magic debate because Magic but Johnson. I guess not seen. reduce, but what do you people see him in history as? Because then I feel like Patrick Mahomes passes the eye test more so than Brady. Mm-hmm. If he has more rings than Brady. Like people don't discuss Joe Montana really. In the, I feel like they do. I feel like I feel like he's kind of in the back fans. back thought, but <clears throat> Brady just superseded him to such a degree that it's not even a conversation. Would, Would Patrick Mahomes do that 
to Brady if he gets to the same amount that Brady gets to? I think so. I think it's one of those, like, it's always a fun conversation to have, like, mm-hmm. whenever it's happening, yeah. right? Because um, I'm not putting him, I feel like people with the Jordan-LeBron debate, before he even, when it was conceptual, yes. people put LeBron in the, he's already greater than Right. Then Jordan. That's not what I'm saying and, at and all I with Patrick felt, Mahomes. Yeah, and I felt, and I know we're, 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 we're everywhere, but I felt like that actually hurt LeBron's legacy. Oh, for sure, because people got tired of the debate by the time it, by he, the time the Warriors thing happened, yes. is, in my opinion, when it became feasible to argue about. Well, and then, right, whenever and, he, whenever they, whenever they beat the Warriors. The 3-1 comeback. Yeah, that was, that was fantastic. I think the other thing that, that. That I know some of it was his doing. Is that getting tattooed like the chosen one on his mm-hmm. back? Like some of those were like, hey, he was inviting that criticism, and maybe he is that guy mentally, which is fantastic. I always love that energy of like, yo, mm-hmm. I'm that guy. Like I'll I think that out. was like a marketing type of thing. Like, and you see how that played out for him. He's great, absolutely. We, yeah. we, we talked about Shaq. The Shaq comes in and out of re- or relevance all yeah. the time, and we're just like. Bro ain't done nothing, and you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, but it's good because we always forget how dominant he was. But back to back to football, um, I I think that once it gets there, like it'll it would definitely be one of those because I remember they would have Tom Brady and uh, Joe Montana commercials, and now that's not even Joe Montana is so in people's minds so far beneath Brady that to even make that com- <laughs> comparison is is asinine to yeah. most people. <laughs> yeah. And I definitely, I definitely see that, but I think what well, they both have five rings though, right? No, Brady has six. Brady has six. It's incredible. Or yeah. Brady has more rings than any other NFL franchise has. That's incredible. It's <laughs> yeah. so awesome. I mean, dude, shout, I mean, shout out to him. I mean, so that's like franchises as a whole. Cause he, Got another one with the Buckeyes because I think the, the Buckeyes love that the, the Buckeyes, not the, Buckeyes yeah. the Buccaneers, <laughs> but yeah the because the Patriots had the most Super Bowls yeah and then Brady and all individually has the most Super Bowls more than any franchise wild man That's wild crazy and 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 maybe that is the thing maybe like you know because um, whenever Patrick Mahomes got paid everyone was like oh my gosh like this is so insane blah 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 this is wild mm-hmm. this is crazy I can't believe they're paying this. And maybe he saw that, and I thought, ah, well, like he now everyone is going to ask for more money. All the agents are, yeah, because he got paid so much. But I think you brought up a really good point. Like, dude, he's probably playing chess while everyone else is playing checkers. Yeah, like I'm going to get. He essentially won the lottery, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, he has to work for it in terms of play, but now he doesn't have to. I mean, if you can't live off of that much money for the rest of your life. And it's not like he doesn't have outside money. Exactly. Like he's the face of the NFL. Like, Dude. and look at the the check Brady got from Fox for set uh, for life. Yeah, like five hundred million dollars a deal to announce games. Yes, I don't have to worry about a giant human. Chasing and he turned that anymore. down to come back to play football. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Dude. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know. I look at that and I'm like, wait, so I no longer have to worry about a giant human chasing me. That's really loving the game. Who runs like a four five? Yeah, and, I'm and I've like, never run anywhere close to a four five. <laughs> I it can't even break five. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I run a five four. He's running a four five. And you outweigh me by 150 pounds. For real, man. <laughs> so yeah, it's so so you're you're watching it close. You're hoping that they that they move up. If in, in an ideal world, because it's a quarterback 
driven league. Really and is. there's this is being touted as a very good top end quarterback draft with um Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, and the potential of Anthony Richardson, which I'm hoping the Titans move up and draft because the Colts are at the four spot. The Texans are at the two spot. The yeah. Panthers moved up to one. So Panthers are pretty set on Bryce Young and the other two are kind of up for grabs and the Texans are projected to get CJ Stroud mm. and we're projected to move up ahead of the Colts to, oh. to take uh, Anthony Richardson. So Arizona's in that three spot and projections I've seen is us giving up like three first round draft picks and players and stuff. And uh, I hope they do it honestly, because just that quarterback <laughs> position is just a game changer. It is. And um, Anthony Richardson is kind of looked at as a project guy, but he's like the same size as Cam Newton, has the arm of Josh Allen. Like he's crazy fast, crazy strong, just tools. He has everything in the box. Okay. But he needs to refine them. They say he's got a brilliant mind kind of like the Patrick Mahomes model, but just the potential of like a next generation talent, but he needs some refining. I think that we've got a year with Tannehill to afford him that. So we're, and I think that's where people really like, like NFL really needs to get back to that. mm -hmm. The quarterbacks just become so much better. Yeah. And they win championships. Yeah. is the big thing of like, get a really good guy. And let him sit for a year. Yeah. Let him get used to that practice speed. Let mm-hmm. him see how fast everyone is. Like it's yeah. like, oh yeah, well I'm used to playing Alabama and Georgia. It's like what Rogers had, and exactly. he went on to have an amazing career. It's what Patrick Mahomes was afforded. Yeah, yeah. Tom Brady. I mean, yeah. like the list goes on of super These generational guys. Yes. Sit for a bit. Yeah, absolutely. One year. You know, yeah. Like and then go. Okay. Like you're making me really hope they move. <laughs> <laughs> just because that the they're not going to be good next year and just having that um the hope of okay we'll we'll be good next year it just gives yeah. me a year of at least good feelings as a titans fan even if he doesn't pan out i have this whole year of okay we got next year to look forward to right right and and then too if you if you have and if you're building on that you can afford to be good mm-hmm. sometimes like when you're middle of the pack and you're, you have no And then we've chance. got assets like Derrick Henry. If we are going full rebuild, we can capitalize on getting some assets in turn for him. Like, Yeah. But everybody in the division, in our division, I felt is, that. I felt that. Uh, like I just said, yeah, yeah. just, I don't know if I don't know if the mic picked it up, but it was just like from the soul. <laughs> I just really hope we get Anthony <laughs> Richardson. Oh, it, it was everything. It was the it was a sports fan. It was the former football player. It was just all of it coming out of like guys. Pray for me, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be draft night tonight, so if you're listening to this on Thursday. Just say a little prayer for him. Right, I'd appreciate it because he's all in. He's all yes. in, locked in. We're you know we'll, we'll definitely be talking about it. So let's move over to some quick Destiny Two news and things. So I heard that there was a new raid. Now in the game there was a, a big leak. Mm-hmm. Um, I purposely have stayed away from it as far as like you know because I know you can just quick Google search find out everything. Yeah. Because I I heard that the story leaked and I love the Destiny story. Mm. Um, which is why I was ups- going to look into it and tell everything on the podcast. Uh, bro, next week. hater, dog, hater. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, 
but uh, which is punchy. yeah, which which is why I was upset with Lightfall as far as the storytelling mm-hmm. goes. But everything else is. So what point do you know? What point they got up to? Like, do you know they what got the, veil the whole is? They got the whole next. Nah, I still don't know. No, because if they spoil it, I mean, they, now they've built it up so much on like what the veil is. I'm like, okay, you got me now. I was really upset about it. Now I'm like, it's kind of like just like a now it's a pet peeve. All right, yeah, you know, like just I need, tell me already. Yeah, yeah. Now I need you know this and and so. Finally got through, uh, but it, it's supposed to like tell like the whole story of next season, the season of the deep, which okay. is supposed to be like, I'm feeling where like they tie everything in. Yeah, where they tie everything in. We know what the witness is actually doing. Mm-hmm. You know where he went to inside the traveler, whatever portal or something that was. Yeah, whatever it is, you know. So um, even the final shape, you know, I have, you know side sidebar theory right here, dude. Um, even if like the traveler goes down, we still have that shard of the traveler from the very beginning, which gives us gave us our light powers uh, in vanilla D two. So way over my head. Oh I man, have, I don't oh. I don't remember any of that. When you go to the farm, you can look and there's like the 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 traveler shard, like mm-hmm. a piece of the bottom of the traveler that's broken off, is like sticking out of the ground. Does that still exist for people to play? Like. A new light? I don't know. We had a new light join uh, the uh, the Discord, right? Mm-hmm. And shout so, out to Todd. What's up, Todd? And so I don't know, dude. Maybe that's one of those. Like, let's play with it. Like, like, like let's play with him through it and find mm-hmm. out. I don't think so, though, because yeah. whenever I took Eli through it, uh, I don't think it. Like, do you lose your light or anything like that? In you do in the Red War. So, I know, but is the Red War part of New Light? I don't progression know. anymore. I don't know. I don't mm. think so. Cause that was a fun campaign. It was. It really was. Um, it, it was. A, it was a good campaign. Normally, the campaign is good unless it's titled Lightfall. <laughs> <laughs> Hater. So, oh, yeah. Hey, come on, bro. The campaign of that was. Not I didn't good. pay attention to it, so I, didn't, <laughs> I can't comment. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> you were like raid GM ready. I get 1770 armor. Let's go. Uh, Difficult content. Bring it on. Like that was it. Um, yeah. So, but they they had released that uh, in one of the twabs. Some of the things that we had talked about last one about not having to do like this terrible power grind anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just and we only say terrible. Just having to grind it out when we just don't have the time. That's it. Yeah. Got the skills to pay the bang, bills. Bang. But definitely not the time to go, hey, I'm 18 to 22 or 25. We got wife, kids, everything. Can't just sit down here and like, um, you know, get home, eat. People actually like me and want to spend time. Watch out, bro. (laughs) Dude, assaulting the listeners' ears. Uh, No, just not that those people don't have, people that don't want to spend time with them or whatever. Just... They, I, I people totally, that want to spend time with me live in my house right absolutely and they, and they walk by and they're like hey yeah. what you doing what you doing what you doing i mean if you've ever tried to play video games with um like uh with your kids around mm-hmm. like number one they're all into it whatever you're doing and then if you have boys do they just attack you with monster trucks and like it's like <laughs> driving them on your face and you're like yeah there ain't no way uh, yeah in no way. So if you ever play with somebody and you're like, what is that person doing? They're a total noob. They probably have kids. Yeah. And give us some grace. Yeah, absolutely. And the reason that they're over there running around and supering in the corner and not helping you out is, um, yeah, they just got attacked by some two year olds. Or so. somebody threw up or. <laughs> <laughs> 
we have to change a diaper or wipe a butt. Uh, man, <laughs> right? All, yeah, like, do I want poop all over my house? I do not. Or do I want? I'm coming, son. Yes. Or do I want this digital firearm yes. that is not real? So <laughs> that's going to be unusable in two weeks. Right. When the meta changes. <laughs> but they had you're a big raid guy, and I know you played D one. There's some speculation that in the mid-season drop, or sorry, in the mid-year drop or whatever it is, yeah, Wrath of the Machines comes back. Oh, man. That was... So, in D1, Wrath, King's Fall, and Vault of Glass were my favorite experiences to do in the game. And uh, I think Wrath was the last raid that came to D1. Uh, so, it was kind of like a send-off type of thing. And it was a lot of fun. Uh, Outbreak Prime, I think, was the weapon you got. And it was some big puzzle that the whole community got together and figured out. I remember checking all these Reddits and joining all these LFG groups to, like, pick pieces of information from people. And, like, oh, did you guys figure this part out? And so it was just a fun time period in Destiny to exist just because we were all figuring this thing out together. And I remember when I actually got the gun, uh, just being elated just because it wasn't like a random drop. You had to do things to get it done. Okay, so kind of like Divinity in... Um, mm-hmm. Okay, nice. Yeah, but I, did, I wasn't around when Divinity, I guess, was discovered, so I don't know the context. It might have been kind of how Outbreak Prime was, um, but it was just a fun time in the game, so I've got some nostalgic feelings for that raid, and I'm... I didn't know until we came in to record today that it was coming back, so I'm excited. Yeah, well, that's a speculation because I've I've heard that they don't, you know, that Crota was so easy. Mm-hmm. Um, like, hey, don't bring that one back. I would like it as a dungeon. Yeah, that, that and I think that's what, every, what what I've heard. Like the most feedback on that is like, hey, this is a dungeon, not really a raid. Mm-hmm. Whereas Wrath of the Machines was a raid, and yeah. it was like the epitome. The mechanics were a lot of fun, like. Mm. There were some like time sensitive things that happened that I feel like in raids when you beat that clock and it just creates like a celebration event for 100%. the team. Like, Whoa, we did it, we did it. It's yes. just a lot of fun. Yes. Dude, Eli still talks about the sparrow run that we did. It was awesome. <laughs> like and so because he, he won it for us. Yes. Neither yes. one of us could carry it to the end, but he got it. Yeah. And so that's always that's always one of those that I was like, man. Um, which hey, side note right here. So Woody, if you listen to this, Woody, hit me up and then I'll buy you the twenty fifth anniversary so that way we can run grass for you and get Gallahorn. But you gotta mention the podcast. So yeah, I got you, bro. I got you. Um we but, can be bought. Absolutely. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. We'll help you do anything in destiny. Just share James, the podcast with somebody. Yeah, James can. I'm not very good. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but for, yeah, so shout out to Woody. Except uh, unless it's trials or something like that, then uh, yeah, no, yeah, the, I, I don't have you. Yeah. I mean, we, we, but Hey, we can, we can find somebody on Twitch. All you gotta do is give them a <laughs> sub and then they'll carry you. So there you go. You're all, you're all welcome. That's like $6, but anyways, they'll, uh, they'll help you out. But they, um, uh, you had mentioned though, like in the leak though, cause you, you know, some people who, and some people in our discord, know about the leak mm-hmm. um, where they went through and, and found some things you had brought up that the cross character progression will be gone no they are going to bring it into they're going to bring so, it in so. even more so where like your helmet slot 
is tied across all characters. Oh, so if you get awesome. a 1780 helmet on your Titan, your 1780 is or your helmet is 1780 across all characters. So you don't have to go back and grind every piece for every character, which would be amazing because that's why I only play Hunter. Yeah, like it opens up the possibility for um, more build crafting and people to diversify the characters that they play on because it's it's a grind and a half grind. to make your character usable in Destiny. Yes, and people like us, we only really have the time to build up one character, so you don't know what it's like to play as a Titan or I have a no idea, no idea. Like that was one of the things actually. Whenever they shifted the um, the uh, where like now everybody has the all the different grenades. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what all the grenades did. Yeah, so like the three warlock grenades, they're on, awesome. Yeah, they're super good, super mm-hmm. super good. And I and then the three um, uh, you know Titan grenades like yeah. didn't know what any of them did and it's and it's cool because like you find out okay these were actually like the best grenades for each subclass mm-hmm. where in my opinion like for void the best one was a hunter vortex grenade you could throw that thing down and it tracks is it, that the tracking one no actually man dude child of the old gods isn't that the isn't that the a warlock one is that a warlock yeah one? yeah dude that thing is stupid <laughs> but it's amazing yeah like it's stupid when you get attacked by it but mm-hmm. for uh it's the one where, where you throw it down and it creates like a little black hole and mm-hmm. it pulls everything in it's great for Ad clearing, too. yes, dude. For PVE, ad clears and it, and then you can make everything volatile. Mm-hmm. So you throw it down, it sucks them in, causes them to become volatile, explodes, explodes, Damages explodes. Everybody. Yes, yeah. and then and you get volatile rounds. You're yeah. just like this is broken. Absolutely, I am a space wizard. Yeah, that's, that's what a warlock is. Yeah, You're missing out on being a space wizard. Well, well, that was a hunter. You're a what? wizard, Aaron. Yeah, yeah, a space wizard. <laughs> and then yeah, but then they had like they had like the solar one where you can throw it and it has like it goes the sun. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, or even the one where like like it goes out and then comes back and then like targets everyone. Mm, yeah. Um I don't know which one it is. I don't know what any of these are called. And then the the one that got me the most though was that stupid storm grenade. Uh I don't know if that was Titan. I don't play arc that often on any character, so I'm not sure. It was especially in in PVP, it got really dumb cuz you could throw it and now you have this lightning storm. That chases you, <laughs> and the ar- the warlock has like you know the arc buddy. Yes, when you oh. drop a, I love dude. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. It's like uh, what, what's that one gun? Uh, no time to explain. Mm-hmm. All the time, like you yeah. can just pop up your little art buddy, take off running, and if somebody is like gonna shoot you that you didn't know about, do they do? Other classes have warlock stasis grenades because yeah. you can get the turret with the warlock. Um, Can you get a turret with other Because that thing is broken, too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't... I actually That makes, I, like, GM's easy mode. I, actually, I don't know. I think you can. Well, actually, I um, I don't know. Because I haven't um, built up stasis on any of my other characters. So and I, I haven't... Know. Yeah, and I haven't played stasis in, in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think so. I think that... One be, no, yeah. So I think that one is specific to the Warlock. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have uh, the Titan can make those spears... That you can throw, and then um, I don't even know what the uh, uh, the hunter has like dusk. It's like the Titan bubble or something, right? 
no, think. no. Everyone has the dust field grenade. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so I think that one. I, I don't know what the hunters have. Maybe they just had the. And you play hunter. I know, disgrace. Bro. I know. Maybe they just had the helmet that makes you that makes you you can blink, which is like you get the you can teleport. It basically, yeah. yeah. Um, but you can like teleport side to side instead of the the blink jump. Oh, you gotcha. can just yeah with a um, with a dodge. Yeah, and and then and then it, it also enhances all your arc abil- or all your arc weapons. So gotcha. that with Ikelos, <laughs> problems, uh, problems. Yeah. It would really get into it. But I'm super excited about that because now I can actually try out some like Titan and Warlock stuff and mm-hmm. and not be like, hey, does anybody have a well? And be like, I've got a well, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because other than that, <laughs> you normally- can finally be useful, you selfish hunters. <laughs> Yeah, because otherwise, like I'm just like, yeah. I like, can go invisible, guys. Right? If you die and are a burden, I can alleviate that. For I sure. can't do anything to help the team, though. Hey, one thing that I do wish that they would bring back is I want um, Nighthawk to be viable again. Mm. I don't play Hunter, so I don't know why it isn't viable. So it just doesn't, like, everything else does more is damage. Is Fish Pants the go-to Yeah, now? Fish Pants and um, and and uh, Knives, you know, oh, okay. Blade Barrage. and so, Shards of Galanor. Right? Yeah, that, that can work too. Or just even, I mean, there's even different ones. Like even like, when it comes to Solar, just like Golden Gun is just gone. Uh, but I wish that they would, because I feel like it, it's high... High risk, high reward. Mm-hmm. Like you have one shot. Yeah. And if you miss the crit, everyone no looks, damage. Yes, from every, Aaron. Exactly. Everyone looks or at, he's top damage dealer. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like you get to, and I think that brings such fun to the raid group. Just that score, it keeps you going. Like it does. okay, yeah, I'm I'm carrying the group. Give yourself a little right. pat on the back virtually. Absolutely. <laughs> and if you had, and, and there's so much build crafting available. I mean, could yeah. you imagine like in, like when we ever would run a war priest and be like, bro, I smoked that guy. I hit him for 9 million damage. I hit him all three times. Yeah. All, you know, that one shot three times. Mm-hmm. I'm the best. Yeah. You know, like, who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> 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 that bowl, <laughs> bowling to get that <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> he's like Kobe <laughs> I got a strike yeah. that's what you feel like though like whenever yeah. you can I mean dude whenever you can you can knock down you know uh, a boss like come through and then um, you know that also it selfishly like that has like one of my like top Destiny two moments. I was terrible at platforming. We were trying to get Outbreak perfected, and it was me and my little brother. And then uh, they were doing damage to the I boss. Remember you tell, that was on like one of your hooked moments yes. for Destiny. You yes. got there late. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Nighthawk. But I had a super <laughs> with Nighthawk. Yeah. Switch from Stompies to Nighthawk. Drop down, dusted it. I'm the bang, hero. Bang. Third of, third of his health gone instantly, and um, and you're only there for ten seconds. That was it, dude. That was it. And so, yeah, I wish they would. Uh, I wish they would. I wish Make they would relevant bring, again. Yes, dude. Because it's it's not. Speaking of irrelevancy in the Flashpoint, Superman is irrelevant. How is he irrelevant? I I mean he, he they got him. Uh, this is the thing that kind of got me is that they found him, they got him, they captured him. Mm-hmm. which we're catching all y'all up on Flashpoint right now. They got him, and then immediately they figured out, yo, Red Sun, we got him. 
Lock him up. Yeah. I don't know how they they already knew that. Yes. I was confused at that too. Like, and Lois is dead. Lex Luthor sacrificed his son. No, no. I thought Lex. I thought Lex Luthor's dad sacrificed. Or him. yeah, Lex Luthor's dad sacrificed. So all these like characters that you know and associate with Superman. I don't even know Lex Luthor's dad. I've never read anything where he's a prominent figure. Yeah. But if he's willing to <laughs> sacrifice Lex Luthor to, and then he was. Uh, wanting to just analyze the corpse of the dog that killed his son. Wild. <laughs> Didn't care about his dead son. No, no. All about that. All about that money. World These domination. Villains are ruthless, dude. So vicious. And there was, um, yeah. So the the Superman one is definitely really. Cool. I don't know who the villain was. I don't know if he's written just for this story. Or mm-hmm. if he's an actual known DC or Superman villain, you're talking about the wanna be the cat- guy that got um, put in the Phantom Zone with uh, L- Lois Lane's dad. Yeah, I yeah, don't know the, who the, that guy the, was. The the you're talking about the, like Subject Zero. That's right. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to look that up. So it was it was definitely really that. Actually, I really enjoyed that. And Superman killed him, right? I don't can't remember. I think he did kill him. Or, that's or, like did, a, or did he put him in the Phantom Zone? No, he the Lois Lane's dad put him himself in the Phantom Zone, and then I don't remember how he escaped. But he was the, in the Phantom Zone for twenty years. Mm-hmm. He killed Lois, and then or he killed the dad when they got out of the Phantom Zone. That's right. Yeah, and then he fight. He's looking for Superman. He finds him, and I don't remember how he died though. Or how he was disposed of. It's a great, yeah. Needless to say, because I think, I think it's, I think that's it's when good that we don't get into that and spoil it for those who are reading along with us. Because mm-hmm. that was, I felt like that was like a really, um, a, it was, it was slow, but it was a good telling. Yeah, of, it's of when the story. he realizes, like, okay, I need this is this version of Superman becoming Superman. He realizes, okay, I need to be. He even says, I need to be a Superman or something like that. Yeah, and he just lost Lois. He just defeated this villain that I I don't know who this guy is, but he right. absorbed the power of Doomsday. He was already super powerful. He wiped out the Amazonians, and because there's a in, in Flashpoint, there's a massive in this part of it, there's a massive war going on between the Amazonians and the Atlanteans, and we'll get to yeah. that. I just I don't know why it, the next part of the reading jumped in at this point of the story. Uh, I haven't gotten to a point where Flashpoint is really relevant. Yeah, yet. and and, and it, it's not yet. It's still telling like this whole story, and it's just giving, about Superman, not Superman, but it, it jumps to somebody else and how oh, they're okay. trying to go through and fight off the, uh, you know, because they're basically the whole world is caught up in this war between the Amazon or Amazonians and the Atlanteans, mm-hmm. and it's you know, and it's a. Uh, and everyone is being affected by it. Mm-hmm. So governments are crumpling. They're trying to figure out, you know, and they're all they're doing is like, they're just in the crossfire. Like they're yeah. not, they're not aligning with either one. Mm-hmm. They're just, you know, they're not taking any allies. They're they don't just, have the ability to take a side because if they took a side, the other side would just annihilate them. Like they were nothing. They're and, ants. Yeah. And it's basically seeming that way. Cause oh man, I don't want to spoil it. But in the next one, it talks about like a weapon that can knock out a continent, which was, oh, wow. re- yeah, which was really cool that, uh, and that's kind of how they, 
Is it a weapon or is it a person that is a weapon? No, it's a weapon. Oh, okay. Yeah, like it's an actual weapon. So it's not a it's not a person, um, but it's like it's a weapon that that you know one one side or one Possesses. government has. Yeah, yeah, and they're all worried and concerned about it mm-hmm. because they're like, oh my gosh, they used it once. Yeah, they could use it again, and then whatever that is, and it just started a massive conflict. And they're uh, so it's it's really good. I didn't know who the character was uh, in the next one. Oh, okay. Uh, so because I, I went, I thought that I fell behind on the reading, so I went to go read it. Uh, and so, um, yeah, and uh, uh, and so James and I we, we we're doing this thing where we know where each other are at, and so it showed up and it said uh, that I was on. Uh, it asked like, "Hey, do you want to go back to where you're supposed to be?" And I looked at the page number was thirty one. It's like you're at page one fifty six. And I was like, that's like eight issues for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and, dude, ahead. and I, and I couldn't, and I was just like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe that I sat down and read through all of this in one sitting, dude, one sitting man. And I was like, <laughs> oops, that was, that was my bad. So, and here I am. And it was funny. Cause I was like complaining on one episode about how I thought the story was a lot slower mm-hmm. in comparison. And, uh, yeah, I just ran through it. So it was either slow or I wasn't paying attention and it was really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> either which way it's, uh, it's definitely, definitely cool. Uh, I'm still like really excited cause I opened it up again. Whenever I opened it back up, it showed, uh, Captain Cold as Citizen Cold, Flashpoint, and I was like, "What is that?" Like, yeah, it just you know, it shows is that like up. a Citizen Kane reference or something. Or? No, like it's like he. Like, I'm guessing Captain Cold never became a evil. captain. Yeah, oh. he's Citizen Cold, so he's like fighting crime. That's cool. I was like, "What? Okay, I'm interested. Maybe yeah. I'll check it out. We'll see." But you know, <laughs> so you know, it just it just brings up those uh, those those references. Yeah. One of the things that I thought I wanted to tell you too that was really cool. Uh, so, you know, on your birthday, we went to, whenever we went to Austin Comics, mm-hmm. um, my son has gotten really into, my oldest has gotten really into Avatar The Last Airbender, yeah. which I love. I think it's one of the greatest cartoon shows of all time. For and sure. M. Night Shyamalan ruined the live action one. <laughs> Those guys. Were, I haven't even seen it. Just because I save knew it was going to I haven't seen that or Dragon Ball. Cause save yourself. <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah. But anyways, um, it, you know, of course, I think it's one of the greatest. I thought it's like a fantastic mm-hmm. story. I even like he'll he'll turn on Netflix and I'll sit there and watch the whole thing with him. Like yeah. the last final fight, it was they built it up so much, and then mm-hmm. it was all of that. And There's just more. so many good characters. There is, dude. Sokka yeah. is a solid, the best comic relief ever. <laughs> like, I mean, he just says some some yeah, random crazy <laughs> just off the wall. We were sitting down at the dinner table and he mentioned it. My son Eli did. He mentioned it. He was like he's like, "Hey, yeah, so Sokka, um he he knew it was going to happen. Appa ate the flying monkey. I can't remember what the flying I want to say it's um Moku or something, something like that. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he was like and and he quotes the whole thing <laughs> and it was hilarious uh, i was i was rolling yeah and so but it was it was one of those that you forget just how good yeah it the, it, it holds up it does man yeah. it does because how old is that by now it 2007 dang 2007 so like what is that 23 no not 23 16 16 years yeah dang. yeah so uh well, but whenever for your birthday we were out at austin comics mm-hmm and, um, and, you know, I let him pick out a, a book or whatever he wanted to get and they had one 
And, uh, and so he grabbed one and it was really cool cause it was, it was everything that was happening after it. Oh, nice. And so, uh, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I, which I need to read it now cause we bought him another one <laughs> only to find out like there's like five, a whole like, series. Yeah. There's like yeah. seven or eight omnibuses for it. And so I was seven like, trades. Because no, an omnibus is like a really thick. So, so they, so they, they must be lying because they have it listed as an omnibus. Okay. It must be a trade, okay? Because like, it is just telling like, hey, here's the the story. But it talks about like one of them talks about Zuko's mom, how he like they they search for her and find her. Oh, wow. Another one talks about like um, having like how like the Fire Nation is. Um, now that Zuko is the emperor, yeah, how they're trying to like help rebuild and, oh, st- wow. you know, from destroying half the world, like all these different things, the ultimate redemption story. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, it's like really good. And it's giving like more things of like, you know, Aang being the, uh, you know, the goat when yeah. it comes to that stuff, because everything says that he was, mm-hmm. so it's been really cool. So that's been like an- another one that. You've gotten into, yeah. Well, I haven't gotten to read. I haven't read any yet. Or you've but he, gotten your son into, yeah. Well, he, yeah, and, and he's gonna definitely get me into it because I'm sure I'll read him because yeah. he's been asking me. You got to read this. We got to talk about <laughs> That's it. That's awesome. So, so it'll be, uh, it'll be good. It'll be fun. And dude, the next thing that I wanted to talk about is we had mentioned about getting. In, you've gotten into some anime now. Mm-hmm. How far? So Demon Slayer. So just Demon dropped. Slayer. The last thing I saw for it was the train arc. Oh, so you haven't even gotten to the entertainment arc Mm-mm. yet? Oh. Is that on Hulu? I, I think so. Okay. I think so. Yeah, I didn't because I only do the dub. Yeah, no, it should be because it was that one was last season or last year, whatever. Okay, it was. so so it's called what's right after the train arc is the entertainment district. So am I just behind on that, or is there more after that? So there's more after that, but it just came out and it's in the sub. And oh, so, okay, yeah, in the like and it, the first two episodes just came out, and so it's the uh, it's the swordsmith village arc. Okay, um, is the one that just came out, and I think you and then you have to have Crunchyroll for that one, I believe. Okay, but. Yeah, dude, it's gonna be. It's super, good. It's good. It's really good, and the, and uh, I'm excited for you because I know what you're about to watch. <laughs> it's number one, and I've said, said it before. And I'll say it again. Great storytelling, yeah. and then the animation on it is incredible. Yeah. So it you know, and, and I just think of like watching Dragon Ball Z for the mm-hmm. first time, going like, oh my god, when Goku goes Super Saiyan, the, that's one doubt. of the. Like top five moments as a kid, if you grew up in the '90s, is Goku going Super Saiyan. Oh, have you ever lo- <laughs> have you ever gone back and watched those now and realized like, this, dude, this is kind of eh. yes. <laughs> <laughs> like in comparison, like watching after watching My Hero, like some of those fight scenes, yeah, and then going back and just watching Goku scream for eight episodes, <laughs> it just doesn't hold up, man. And, and it really, and it really, like, and some some of those I look at, I'm like, I'm like, wait, I remember this animation being better. Yeah, and I think there are some ones that that, that it's are. It's kind of like the same thing with like video games. I remember playing like Madden '99 <laughs> and thinking these like people with just these are so realistic, no face at all. It's just like. A with, skin tone shade, yeah, and with dots. two eyes. Yes, <laughs> like man, it's Brett Favre. It looks just like him. How can you not tell it's Brett Favre? Uh, yeah, that's Warren Sapp if I've ever seen it in my life. And their elbows are pointy. Yes. And oh man, no distinguishing, no distinguishing characteristics. 
and at the point it is now it's just hyper realistic they've got vr and everything oh it's and it's wild but there's yeah so the animations are really cool um you know i still you know i know we just pooped on dragon ball z but i still love oh, it oh yeah. yeah you know but nostalgia for sure for sure that, that drug yes the dragon ball z talk there's okay the new storytelling is worse animation's better the old storytelling from like the original like dragon ball z i don't know if you watch super or not i haven't seen i've seen a few super movies but not any of the show okay yeah the the storytelling was better super's over right or are they still telling i have have no idea i have no idea i got so upset whenever like all the power levels were all over the place i'm Uh, like i can't even track anymore yeah like you're saying this one's supposed to be like a super saiyan god and it's not yeah he's over here getting thrown around Mm -hmm. like you know yeah so that's one thing dragon ball like the power scaling they just jumped drastically all the time yes and it's super and for me that was that was one of the things that was frustrating there actually there, there was a good dragon ball super like the, the new tournament was good like the storytelling mm-hmm. part but it was and then the other one with the like black goku that was a cool one or or uh goku goku black goku rose, rose or something whatever it yeah. was yeah um that one was that one was good like storytelling but it's still just the the power level factor like you, yeah you know this person is supposed to be this, but actually he's superseded by this person who is three levels under him. But don't worry about it, you know. And like, then he gets a new form, uh, yeah. And it's everything's negated. Absolutely, like yeah. So like you had mentioned the movies, like the Broly. Mm-hmm. Like Broly is like Super Saiyan level two because I remember that from being you know a nerd in sixth grade like reading yeah. up on it knowing all about it. oh my gosh his power level is actually 17 million you know but goku comes out at 17.5 you know so like so he beats him yes abso- absolutely you know so like it's a hard fought battle but you know like yeah. he's gonna catch him with a right hook and then a kamehameha we're done <laughs> talking about myself so i can make fun of myself but that was like that was how that was how it was it was supposed to be then watching it like you know older i'm like dude come on like how, wrap how, it up come yes on. absolutely like you're supposed to be like the like, Chappelle show the wrap it up box yes dude that? for sure like you're supposed like you have red hair so now you're supposed to be like past, super duper saying absolutely and over here you're over here getting molly uh-huh. by some bald guy that's what i'm saying you're supposed to be in the nfl and then we got this high school over here like for showing real. you up Come on, dude. You know, so that was, ah, I digress. Demon Slayer, good show. We're excited about that. Yeah. Aaron <laughs> let go of some of his demons he's been holding on to about Dragon oh, Ball. Man, dude. Yeah. Let it all out, brother. Yeah, there, there let it, it all out. Dude, but there's, so I'm really excited about it. I watched the sub. I know there's people out there who are like, no, nah, I just wait until it all comes out in English. Uh, for me, I'm like, dude, whatever. I can read at the same time, you know, so... <laughs> Um. Yeah. So I like. I'll just. I'll just watch. Like as soon as it drops. You mm-hmm. know. But I won't do the manga because that's just too much effort. And yeah. So uh, can't le- read right to left. What are you talking about, dude? That that got me. Okay. So I know that got me. <laughs> like I was wondering. Like I'm sitting here, not understanding. Yeah. What is going on? Uh, I remember trying to read one when I was like 17 or something. 
And I had no idea. What <laughs> you were was, so lost. <laughs> I was, dude, because I'm over here reading left to right. And I'm like, this I, story doesn't make any sense <laughs> at all. And, and it was like, and I think it was like a Dragon Ball Z one. Yeah. I'm like, look, I know this story. Yeah. Why is Trunks' hair red when he's in Super Saiyan? Okay, I'm confused at that. Yeah. And then like this isn't the this isn't the dialogue when he's fighting Cell. Like he's saying these things. How did Cell backwards. just come back to life? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Who put he, rewind on this story? Uh, dude, that was exactly how I felt. <laughs> exactly to the T. I was like, I, I don't think I'm doing this right. So I put it down and walked away. <laughs> and it wasn't until I was like in my 30s that. I saw one. It's like Andy with the, I don't want to play with you anymore. Just <laughs> like in Toy Story. 100% though. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> when uh, it doesn't make sense, I'm just like, dude, I'm out. Like, yeah. I, I love that great storytelling. And whenever this you, is not great storytelling. It's not. It's not because I'm reading it backwards. Yeah. Um, dude, okay. Speaking of great storytelling, every year it happens. We're in it. We talked about it last week. NBA playoffs are here. Oh man. The, there have been some great games and yes. great stories being set up already, dude. Already. I am um, I was shocked and I think I I think I texted you. I was like, dude, everyone is losing the first game at home. <laughs> what is happening? Yeah. I mean like instantly home court advantage gone, mm-hmm. more level playing field. I'm I'm all in, I'm vested. And as a LeBron fan, like there's hope that he could win a ring this year. So I'm like super invested. I think the I think someone from the East takes it this year. I know, but like with Giannis getting hurt, yeah, that changes the dynamics of things. Playoff Harden in the mix, like that makes playoff Harden. What are you you talking about? Playoff Harden. I mean, that makes he's a detriment at that point to his team. (laughs) Playoff Harden, you want to be playing against him. Yeah. I mean, they got Tobias Harris and Maxi though. But then you've got your second player is like your fifth, sixth best player. He's a defensive liability. He's chokes in the tough spots. Mm. Like, it makes them feasible to beat. Yeah. I mean, definitely. And Doc Rivers and the Sixers have been known to choke some series. Like, they've been beaten by a lot lesser teams. Yeah, but they've also, I don't think they've, they've been at, I don't think they've been like at that level. Doc can get them right though. Yeah. Like, you know, I think Doc Rivers is a great coach. And then those, those players are injury prone, like, and that you never know what's going to happen with that. And also Anthony Davis is on the Lakers too. So that's a two edged sword. For sure. Well, I don't even think LeBron's playing tonight. He's not. I think he was listed as doubtful. Oh, wow. So is Anthony Davis. And then, um, but it's with Ja out though. So, right. That might be a boring game, dude. But it matters. Yeah. I mean, the, I don't I, think LeBron and AD sit out. If yeah, I, dude, I don't know because if they win this game, it's it's wraps. Could be for sure. It, I definitely think it's wraps for the series. If Jaws out this game, he's injured coming back. If he comes back, yeah, they got it on lock. Yeah, dude. Okay, this is, we didn't have this in there, but every time we talk about Jaw, I always think of the reels that you send me on Instagram about. John Morant. What are you about to say? <laughs> <laughs> it is hilarious. Like, there's, uh, the, yeah, the, uh, just the guy acts like he wants a super thug. Yeah, yeah. But his name is Clarence. No, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> and he's got some real good parents. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know, man. That's just one of those. I'm like, dude. Yeah, he's young too. Yeah. I think he's got to be under twenty. Hopefully, he said he needed to 
make some changes and reevaluate his situation. So he seems to have, he hasn't had any more incidents. I'm hoping he truly did make a change, Mm -hmm. realize that what he was doing was detrimental, that people were looking at what he was doing. Yeah. And he is, he's, I think Nike has like three signature athletes. He just became the signature athlete after they dropped Kyrie. So he's a big deal. And like, I hope he realizes the gravity of that. And And he's such a great player. Yeah. Like he's so fun to watch. He is. He reminds, I mean, and and I don't know if I've said this on this show or not, but he reminds me of a better Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Whereas Russell Westbrook, I've always loved how Russell plays. He's super aggressive Mm -hmm. all the time, but I always felt like he had the worst shot selection. Yeah. Like he would just pull. And then, but Early on, whenever he was in OKC, you didn't notice it. Because he, he had KD. <laughs> no, no. Even the, when it, no, when, but KD supplemented. Like, oh, he yeah. covered a lot of his weaknesses. 100%. Well, even that, he would be so athletic that he could just get, like, he would notice it was a bad shot, take off. Yeah. And then. He just seemed like he was in a different gear than everybody on the court. I remember yes. thinking that when they were playing the Heat in the finals. Like, he could get to his spot. Whenever he wanted, he wasn't right. going to make it all the time, but he could get that advantage, get by you, get to his mid range shot. And he was just a freak. Yeah. And then if he missed that, he was so athletic, he would take off running, like you said, get to the spot, explode mm-hmm. up, and get the rebound. Yeah. And then and everybody be like, oh my goodness. And I'm like, as like a basketball purist, I'm sitting here looking that at it. play going, he made, though, against Booker. That oh, was so good. That was insane. So good. I mean, he still, I, he yeah. still definitely has it, like without mm-hmm. a doubt. But man, he would take, he used to take some shots that I was like, dude, you're shooting us out of the game. Yes, just dunk on somebody. Yeah, and John Moran <laughs> just goes and dunks on somebody. He does. He does. And then he, and then if it's not like, and then if it's not the shot that he wants, like he he creates it mm-hmm. to a better shot or passes it off or creates something, and so he's. Dude, I'm just really hopeful for for him and moving forward. So, dude, a big upset that's happening right now, 2-0, and probably going to be 3-0. 3-0, yeah. Yeah. And once, I don't, there's never been anybody come back from 3-0 still, right? Or has there? I don't think so. Dude, the Warriors look like they're about to be out. Yeah. And, and the Kings are throttling Light them. that beam. Dude. They are De'Aaron Foxes. He is that dude. That bro. So I mean, yeah, he's a lot of fun to watch too. Yeah, these guys are just—they're so good. I mean, shout out to the Kings because I think on the last show we had kind of dogged them a little bit because they're the Kings. But they, <laughs> yeah, they're out there. I I love it, dude. They're out there like playing with a chip on their shoulder, mm-hmm. and so you know, and I mean, like you said, like we need to celebrate. I, I think they won their first playoff game since in like seventeen years. Or something crazy. 17 years? I think so. Whoa. I said 2004, but that can't be right. So that would have been like 2006? I'm not good at math. Wow. That's wild, man. Yeah, Editing magic. No, yeah. Put the right answer in here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. Just it, kidding. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been 2006. But yeah, that's um yeah, that's that's what's insane, man, yeah. is that these guys are out here, they're playing, they're looking good, feeling good, ought to be in Hollywood, you know, like yeah. they are playing some, and then the, the, so let me ask you this, if, do you think that the, the Warriors, I guess, mystique, disassemble, 
Yeah, I don't know if they disassemble, but like, well, Draymond, Draymond is gone. I think after this season, okay. Clay just said he wants a max deal. Draymond said he wants like thirty million. Okay, and it's just not feasible for them to pay him that much money. So he's, I think he's going to link up with LeBron somewhere. Who Draymond? Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. I mean, that's and I and I think that's the thing is that I mean, it goes back to that ring chasing conversation yeah. we had last week. Is you know. You're, they're gonna, they're gonna he, chase. I think he wants to. He's been getting a lot of flack these last two years, and uh-huh. he's. I don't think they win any of those championships without him. Without Draymond, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and, I, think, I think it could be said about every single. I mean, because they built that team with Clay, Steph, Draymond, and then you know KD. You know, but mm-hmm. even even without KD, they won three. I believe, right? They win three they, with just those three. Yeah. And so two before KD, one after. Okay, yeah. And so I mean, that's uh, yeah. So I think those. I mean, those and I think three. he just leaves and wants to prove like, okay, I was valuable to this team. Like I can bring some valuable value somewhere. And just defensively, if it was him and AD, that's just a scary prospect. I think for teams, and I think he would probably pay, take a paycheck because he's on the clutch brand or whatever, and. LeBron a lot of times gets his guys to take deals to chip for sure. up. For sure, for sure. I I, I don't I, – I, that's one of those I don't know if it'll work out. It reminds me of like an old Laker team where they had Carl Malone, Gary Payton, yeah. you know, Shaq, Kobe, and like they were – Those guys were a lot older though. They are. I, I But Draymond is getting up there though. He's not like – I think – Carl Malone was like forty something. At yeah, that for point. sure, for sure. And those were the those were the super teams that were that were made. Yeah, that people would get together at the end of their careers to mm-hmm. try and get one. Like, all right, I can't. Yeah. I think Draymond though is just he he's so good defensively, and yeah. he doesn't take shots away. He's just kind of a facilitator, right, on the offensive end. So I think with LeBron's game. He that can kind of work and coexist if you just surround them with shooters. With him and AD, the defensive capabilities that they have, you can kind of take some because uh, Draymond can defend on the perimeter as well. Yeah, or hopefully he still can. And if you just supplement and add some shooters to that, LeBron's always flourished with shooters. Draymond clearly always flourished with shooters. Mm-hmm. I think that could be a good team makeup. That's gonna be tough though, like because whenever you say they flourish with shooters, mm-hmm. that's the two greatest shooters that, of all time. <laughs> <laughs> that was what I was gonna say. <laughs> Ugh, I don't know. So just go and get Seth Curry. <laughs> see if Clay's got a brother. <laughs> uh. Yeah, that's gotta. <laughs> You're, I mean, I'm not asking for much. I'm just asking for a, <laughs> the a new, two greatest shooters ever. Yeah. And I don't need the two greatest. I just need like Ray Allen and Larry Bird reincarnated at 22 years old. Like <laughs> Austin Reeves, he can be one of the two. He's uh, not quite Steph or Clay, but he's a valuable asset. Uh, I don't know. It's like getting Jimmer for debt. Like that's who he needs. He needs Jimmer to come back. Jimmer. <laughs> Uh, uh, come back here from from China. We need I don't to play. remember him playing in the NBA. I don't remember him getting a single NBA minute. 
Oh, I don't man, remember he, I Jimmer think, at all. Ironically enough. I remember he, him in college, but not in... He was scoring some points for the, the Kings back in the day. He was? Yeah. But, okay. But people didn't realize, like... Because they like, haven't been on national TV in 17 years. Well, even that, man, he... Uh, dude, he's a little dude in comparison mm-hmm. to the NBA, yeah. you know? so that's Most a, dudes are little dudes in comparison to sure, the NBA. For sure. You know, you get, get down there in person, you realize, like, oh. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Now, now I see why I, I didn't get to play this game later on. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's that. It, it's the with if, with Draymond moving. I mean, I think he's still a great defensive player. I mm-hmm. I look at him more like the same way like Dennis Rodman. Yeah. You know, and so I don't see him like, dude. Yeah, you have great viability, but he's like Patrick v- Beverly, but he actually can add some value. <laughs> To, on the court, man, like he's a disruptor in that sense. Yeah, but he has the cachet to actually back up what he's saying. That's right, so dude. It held some weight to it. Weight's like and I think stomping it, on would... people's chest, kicking <laughs> them in the nuts. That, like <laughs> that play, like I don't know it. He Draymond is known for a lot of bad plays, right? So you don't give him the benefit of the doubt. But the guy was holding his I saw foot. it too, yeah. Like, he looks like he's not intentionally trying to stomp on this dude's chest. Right, like he's trying to per- just get, he's trying to kick it to get it out. Like, the know? way he he moves, like, you can tell he the force is generating from the foot that is on the ground, and he's just jumping up trying to get his foot loose. Yeah, and I think the other thing, though, too, is that he could have, he tried to step over the guy instead of going the other way, which mm-hmm. I think is one. The other side of that, because the dude that big, if he steps on your chest and stomps like people yeah. are saying, he he's doing some damage, right? Like in Dominican too. Whenever that guy would stomp on people, I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, doing in some cleats. damage. Yeah. yeah, dang. Yeah, I mean, you got pads on everything, but hey, cool yeah. story, bro. That is that hurts. Yeah. The other thing too, though, <laughs> the guy he like he got like a test done and it was negative. I don't know. Maybe I'll. Maybe I'm just thinking differently. But I would. That would be one of those. I would not let anybody drag that out. Like or let the news stories drag that out unless I was like really hurt. Yeah. If you get to, you're negative. Okay, you got a bruised chest or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, man up, bro. Negative it, means there isn't any damage. Exactly. Okay, I thought you were saying that there was minuscule damage. No, or there's something. no damage, and this guy's <laughs> over here for the Kings. Like, yeah. <laughs> my chest <I'm> hurt. Yeah. <laughs> empathize with me yeah. i'm not empathizing with you bro you're making a lot of money playing the game yeah. let's you know <laughs> get out there you know yeah. and so um yeah if everything is good don't draw it out yeah i, I need more tests yeah now hey i could be a cold heartless dude and next that's, week when that's this all releases. uh i think that's all narrative though to try and get draymond suspended the guy's gonna get suspended anyways yeah. because of his record you know like he's I think if the like you could spin it like he wasn't intentional about it, but if the guy, oh, I'm injured, I'm hurt, you have to put some weight behind his actions. Yeah, I, I see. Uh, I, I think that just because of like just because it was one of those like, hey, Draymond, you could have ran the other way mm-hmm. instead of trying to step over the guy. That's all heat of the moment type things, though. He's you can but see he we're clearly talking about, has. We're talking his, about athletes. That make can make a intelligent decision at the like, but half how often a do you have to? You're not practicing for that moment. Okay, Draymond, do the holding your foot drill. Like, 
No, but that's a, but he but he it's an awkward movement. Well, the guy the, fell down and then he like is kind of hopping or jumping over him instead of going the other way. Like there is still plenty of room for him to fill the lane. Yeah, you know the other side. But in basketball, the most you know there's <laughs> the most um uh uh what is it embarrassing alpha yeah move you could do is stepping to just o- the step I- iconic over. Iverson absolutely yeah. man like just stepping over someone you know um. And and everyone even always if he to was it, so. attempting to do that, like he probably was. Yeah, him holding his like he doesn't have the right or whatever to just hold on to his leg like that. If you know Draymond's gonna step over you, like okay, you're impeding his action to do that. You're right. It's it was just an awkward movement all the way around, like for everybody sure. involved. For sure, for sure. Yeah, and, and I, I would totally agree with that. At the same, like, with it being Draymond and all the issues he's not, that he's, he's had. put himself in a position where he doesn't, he isn't afforded the benefit of the doubt. 100%. And it's the game he plays, he, he manipulates, and it's just coming back to him. Absolutely, because there have been plenty of times where he's done the opposite, done the right play or whatever it yeah. is, or, or not the right play, sorry, where he has... He has taken Kicked it. the guy in the nads. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And he yeah. got away with it, you know? Yeah. And it's like the second, the third time they're like, uh, okay, maybe you did that one on purpose, you yeah. know, or, or rough someone up or whatever it is. Yeah. And, and it is one of those like basketball is that game of positioning. Yeah. But it, that used to be the game that it's kind of like the ring culture, the, the media's criticism of the game. Draymond kind of plays like an old school type of game 100 he's criticized for it so they don't allow that type of game to exist in the current nba anymore absolutely yeah he, he definitely does play it, it but which is also i mean I, one of the reasons that i argue is why he's so successful yeah because he it is still one of those like hey that's in the rules like we don't condone that we don't yeah. like celebrate it but I mean, dude, he he plays that bruiser game, and mm-hmm. dude, you you play that bruiser old school game, but then you have two of the greatest shooters ever. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> um, it's a perfect storm. It really is. He, is. he is the linchpin of that dynasty for sure. I mean, and, and that, there was so many factors that came into that because Mark Jackson, who I feel, this is what I feel. How has he not gotten a job? He must not want to coach. I don't think. I think that's what it is. I don't think he wants to coach. Again. Yeah. Because I, I mean, dude, his his gig with TNT is awesome. Gets mm-hmm. to go to all the things. He doesn't have that desire to remain inside the sport like Don Brady did. Man, well, dude, even that though, like he, um, I don't know. I I felt like he was done really dirty by the Warriors. Yes. Yeah. Because he was building that up and then had all the pieces in place. And, and then, once it finally came together, Steve Kerr stepped in. Yeah, and they're like, oh, don't take anything away from Steve Kerr. No, dude, I'm going to give mad props to Mark Jackson. And all the players do that. Like, Steph. He built all that. Katie, and or not Katie, Clay, yeah. Draymond, they all rave about Mark Jackson. It, it was To me, it was, so, it was so frustrating. It reminded me so much of Tony Dungy and the Tampa Bay Bucks. Mm, whenever, when, um, what is it? John Gruden. Yeah, John Gruden came in, yeah. And it was like, dude, I got all the pieces together. Like the the cake is baking. Yeah. Just don't pull it out the oven. <laughs> yeah. And you know, and, and that's what happened. But then these guys, like, yeah, they just they got the shaft it's a on. Win it. now culture. I know, which is frustrating because I'm like, they are winning yeah. now. Like, yeah, they are. And so I, I think there was a lot of things that that finally came together for um for the uh. uh 
for the Warriors, mm-hmm. you know, where they ended up being really good. Draymond being a piece, you know, getting that defensive uh, presence, the rebounding, really, yeah. you know. So, I mean, it, it, even with, as we talked again, too, like even the two greatest shooters ever, you have a guy who can go up there and go, hey, if you do miss, which is rare, I, got it. I can give you one more chance. Yeah. Come on. That's insane. Yeah. You know, and so, of course, they... And shout out to whoever is the Warriors' strength and conditioning coach because Steph's cardio is just insane. Just running around, as much running around as he does, and whoever has to guard out, guard him yeah. in games is just insane because just seeing him run around, just getting these open looks is just crazy. Dude, he's so elusive. Yeah. Which, okay, I, I'm going to bring this up because I think it's super funny. In 2020... Whenever we were all in lockdown mm-hmm. and Steph gets hurt, I got in conversation with some guys and and maybe whenever we'd go play basketball, you would hear me reference it every once in a while because it was just such a terrible take that they had. And they would, and this was when Kimbo Walker was going off mm-hmm. for the Celtics and Steph Curry was not playing. And they go, you know what? This is last year's finals. No, this is twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Three years ago. So I'm bringing it up because it was such a. It was such when a, were he in the playoffs? Yes. Yeah, yeah. When were they playing the Celtics? They weren't playing the Celtics. They were oh. just in general, oh, just in general. And they gotcha, and gotcha. then somebody put out a take that was we were all playing basketball, hanging out, and they go, you know what? Kimba Walker is. Don't say it. Yes, shiftier than Steph Curry. And I said, do you understand that the definition of shifty is elusive? Yeah. Do you understand that? And you're talking about somebody who literally, not only can they break you down. If you're talking in terms of handles, the only person I would argue that with is Kyrie. And Kyrie inarguably has the greatest handle of all time. Yeah. Yeah, like and Steph has a comparable handle. 100%. 100 and <laughs> and the greatest shot of all time. And that cardio. <laughs> yes. And it's like but off ball is just a maniac. But because he's because he is not playing yeah. and, and we get we become prisoners of the moment. Mm-hmm. They 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 said that and I was like y'all need to stop. And they ran with it for a year. Yeah. And so I love bringing it up. That was like up. when Jeremy Lin went to the Lakers yes. and there was, oh, Kobe's going to have to share the ball now. Stop it. <laughs> Y'all love me some Lin Sanity. I loved it. It was a great story. It was fun. It was fun. It was a good time. Can't we just enjoy that? Like, yes. Let's just enjoy somebody. Like, He's not Kobe. Stop. Exactly. Exactly. Why can't we just enjoy Man, good job, man. You had a great... Stretch of games. That's what I'm saying. Let me enjoy this moment yeah. in sports that can become a great story. That's just fantastic. But what on God's green earth are we doing? Yes. Making it like, let me compare them with the greatest ever. Yes. That was, I don't know if you're, that was a transition, but that was a great transition for our next topic. Well, I wasn't, but let's go. It, I, I, okay, I, I had to like look at the list, but that would have been if I was paying attention. Oh, I'm <laughs> That's why I pointed at you. Yeah, I thought you were just uh, hyping me up, no. bro. So I was, <laughs> I was going uh, with it. I was just going. Like, yeah, with it. I am awesome. Yeah, I was like, I, was like, I am making a great point. Thank you, James. Yes. I, <laughs> oh, oh man, 
said because we didn't. Uh, yeah, so I wasn't paying attention to our notes, but um, <laughs> editing magic, magic, magic again. No, we're just gonna let it ride. <laughs> I'm just getting because we didn't take out the other one either. No, we sure didn't. <laughs> Uh, since I totally goofed the transition, <laughs> let's go ahead and get our. Let's go uh, ahead and do um, early finals. Because that almost made me reconsider one of the, my picks. I, dude, I mean, we we can. So we'll get to that. In a bit, but let's finish our finals. Let's go ahead and just give our finals picks okay. and who we think is going to win. So, all right. So, hmm. who do you who do you think you're going to see in the finals? I think you if Giannis is healthy. He comes back healthy. You can't discount the Bucks, and if that's the case, it doesn't matter who comes out of the West. To oh me. wow! Um, but if Giannis isn't healthy, I would say the Celtics. Okay, I, I think, and this next team is a whole heart thing. I think the Lakers. I hope oh the Lakers gosh. come out of the West, uh, and I think. Are you awake? <laughs> just just check it. <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure. Okay. Uh, that's that's all sports you. is, is hope. Yeah, for sure, 100%. Because um, if everyone – I mean, the, the Toronto Raptors, whenever they want it, mm-hmm. that's all you need. Yeah. Everyone to go down with ACLs. Yes. And, <laughs> and in year injuries. 20, 38 LeBron, year old LeBron, I'll take, I'll take it. There you go, man. I'll take a clear path. Right? Hey. I ain't hating. So, okay, so you think Celtics and Lakers. God, that would sell too. That would – you know how they had the narrative where the NFL had the script or whatever? Yes. This would be the perfect 100%. NBA script. It would be. It would be. So that's who you're going with, Celtics and Lakers, and who do you think wins out of those? I think I'm hoping LeBron LeBron, gets, okay. So we're just going yeah, yeah. So, so it's full it's, it's, dream it's finals. Yes. It's all heart. <laughs> all your picks are all heart. For sure. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm going to try to Good use— Good basketball, though. That's what I want. Yeah. Um, so I th- actually, whether Giannis plays or not, I what I think is, um, and it may be a little hard because I'm a Doc Rivers fan. Okay. Uh, and so yeah, so I do think that it's going to be the Putting Nuggets. Your eggs in the James Harden basket. That's what scares me, <laughs> <laughs> freaks me out. Um, is yeah, because he just doesn't. Yeah, he just disappears. Like he wins a game, or like he wins one series. Yeah. And then disappears <clears throat> that's it man dude better than batman with a smoke bomb i mean that yeah. guy is gone um but i don't know joel mb looks locked in yeah so um i do i think it's actually gonna be the nuggets and the um the nuggets and philadelphia i think the lakers are a good matchup for them though because i think ad if he's healthy he's such a good defender that he can somewhat neutralize Jokic. And on the offensive end, or on the defensive end, I don't think they can stop the Lakers if they're firing on all cylinders. <clears throat> I mean, and we'll see um, because I don't know. I'm hoping that it lights a fire under Jokic, and we really see just some just some takeover of some games I hope in the final, like, like in I the playoffs. Not. You know, so I mean, right you can now, hope for that. I'm I'm not hoping for that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm hoping he remains who he's shown himself to be. Right. Yeah. I and and that's. I mean, I always want those guys to like, like to show up. You know, like oh man, like I want AD to show up. Right. Why can't you want him to show up? Because he he's already up. he's already shown up. He's got his <laughs> ring. You know, in so. that series, but he's had a stretch of years where he's kind of shrunk from the moment or his 
health has. Yeah, that that's really all that it is. You know, it's, yeah. your, it's your body holding up under under everything. So that's I don't know. That's either way, it would be good stories, and I think they were great. Make great moments, but now to not the as good as a transition. No, as yeah, definitely the last not. one Sorry. you set yourself up for. Yeah, I, I really did. Now that I look back at it, but I'm not paying attention, so I should have though <laughs> um, full responsibility on that one, guys. So here we go. So transitioning over to our next topic, a top three, and I threw this one down because of just some things that had happened. That I was like, oh, this would be great. So top three sports moments or figures that you would love to see turned into a movie or documentary. Okay, so my first one, uh, I don't know if what sparked this for you is the DeMar Hamlin. Okay. He just got cleared for um, to play full activity back to return to the team. And for those of you that don't know, he practically died on the field. Yes. And the athletic trainers resuscitated <laughs> him, kept him alive. He was able to get to the... The hospital, we've learned he made a full recovery. So wow. just an awesome story. Even if they don't tell the story of what happens next, mm-hmm. like I think that what has conspired so far is just an amazing, awesome story that I would love to be seen told on like a 30 for 30 or so. Yeah. For, for me, the thing that actually sparked it would be like my number three would be Jalen Hurts because he just signed a okay. massive contract. Yeah. Um, but people don't remember, like, this was the guy who... In he had a, to leave because Tua took his spot yeah, in the national championship. In the national championship, he gets benched. And Tua comes out with the better arm, yeah. you know, and so, which is what they needed at the time. And yet he's, like, in his corner the whole way. Yeah. Like, no animosity, no frustration, all team. And also ends up going to... Um, did he win the Heisman or he didn't win the Heisman? I don't think so. I don't so. think he did. But he but I mean ends up being a Heisman talk the next year at Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Ends up, you know, I mean, and then makes it to the Super Bowl. He hasn't won one yet. Hopefully he gets one. But it was just but I think just his life and his character, like such a great What it was he said, I had a purpose before they had a a he said oh, something. Man, dude, Do you remember that? I don't, but I'm super interested now. Dude, I, you got to find it, though, because that is like a good one. Yeah, do, do you I got found it? it. He said, I had a purpose before everybody had an opinion. It's not about anybody else. Man. And that's yeah. Just to have that confidence in yourself and just realize that and put the work in to achieve it is awesome. Because the chips weren't falling his way, but he stayed persistent. Locked in. Yeah. So, I mean, I would love, I mean, it's, you know, and then, of course, it would take longer, like, in his career, but dude, mm-hmm. I mean, he was so doubted. At um at, at, go, at going to Philly, all those things, I think it would just be just a great great one. So that would be my my number three. Okay, so. kind of on the same lines. A uh, another awesome story that was conspired this year. Uh, the Brock Purdy story. I feel like would be oh. an awesome movie. Just literally Mister Irrelevant. And for those of you, you that don't know, Mister Irrelevant is the term that they coined to the very last person picked in the draft. And it's not, it is pretty derogatory to kind of say, but to be that person and then he probably would have made the Super Bowl beating Jalen Hurts just because of the talent on that team. Mm. If he would have made that Super Bowl, that man, that would have been an awesome story. But even as conspired, I think that would be an awesome story to tell because I think he's got the job already and they're shopping Traylon Burks. 
Or not oh, Traylon really? Burks. Uh, uh, Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Okay. I do. That would be, yeah. I mean, that, that would be great, especially mm-hmm. if he ends up like as as starter, has a good season, like yeah. all those good Cause things. Because he was rolling when he got the job. I think yes. he was undefeated and only lost really? when he snapped a ligament in his elbow. Wow. I know, man. It, and that would have been such a great game. Yeah. Such a great game, which we were robbed of. But, hey, get healthy, Purdy. We're looking forward to next season. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, my second one would be, and this happened, I can't remember, if, I think it, or it didn't happen this year, but it happened last year. Uh, I don't know how much you follow uh, UFC, mm-hmm. but Leon Edwards beating Kamara Usman. And it is... Has he beat him twice? He beat him twice oh, now. Wow. And he, like in the last one, he outclassed him in every regard. You think that's better than the Israel Adesanya? Yeah, 100%. Really? So, because if you hear like the first fight, and because I mean it's literally a rocky story. Oh wow! Like it is incredible. He has like this guy come up out of nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's originally from Jamaica. Comes up out of nothing, ends up getting in, you know, fighting. No, gets zero, zero respect because he's not, you know, he, he's not like a really a blue blood. Like yeah, a, well, a well, super threat or anything like or he's not super athletic or I, I yeah he, he's not like super athletic i mean he's real a really good striker mm. he has great ground game off the back um or sorry when he's on when he's on someone's back he's really good but he um he doesn't have like a real like big personality uh, so he'd been that's, trying to, that's he, taken over the fight game as the necessity to have to be on the mic and deliver in that sense it, it always has been since muhammad ali you know yeah. so like that's just like a really common a really common but the ufc thread. just kind of i feel like used to before conor mcgregor just exist because of the product it was so good uh well there's still chael sonnen um who is the greatest trash talker of all time in my opinion like he was just so good at at trash talking and he did you know he took a lot of his mm-hmm. stuff from professional wrestling find things that rhymed you know, find things that that all start with the same letter. Did all those things, um, but you know, it's that you know the heel hero thing. Yeah. Well, um, so Leon Edwards, he's, he, you know, and no one gave him a, a chance. Mm-hmm. You know, he had a snowball's chance in the lake of fire. Literally, like that was <laughs> that was like yeah. his chance, uh, and and he is. He ends up taking him down in round one, and it was like everybody's, oh my gosh, you know. And then after that, was getting the fire beat out of him for three rounds. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was bad. Yeah, it was bad. And then like his coaches are talking him up and everything. And uh, last round, you know, he's sitting down. His coaches is talking him up, and he just like his coach yells at him. And it's if you can pull it up on YouTube, it's one of the most legit like halftime coaches talks yeah. ever and he's like you got to pull it out of the fire buddy now's your moment you know he's english and so yeah. that was like irish i don't even know what i was but it was <laughs> but he's like talking him up and then uh and he gets out there and out of nowhere he kicks him in the head leon mm. edwards puts him to sleep that was it, man. And yeah. one of, if not the greatest, like definitely in the conversation, greatest welterweight of all time, just puts him to sleep. Yeah. 
And I was at that. And this is the first fight? This was the first fight, yeah. And I mean, in that whole thing, if that was just, you can make that whole thing a movie. Yeah. Just how he comes up. I mean, it's literally, and and the cool thing is Leon Edwards' nickname is Rocky because Mm. it was so much like the actual. Yeah. Rocky movie. Wasn't that kind of how the narrative on Connor's first like big win? He didn't really have a chance against this guy and just but his was in like the very beginning of the fight, just rocks this dude and not really. Um he was, was just it so good at Aldo? Yeah, Aldo, he was just so good at talking trash. He got in his head before mm. and <clears throat> and that's all that it was. And and these guys are like they're I mean, they're, they're analyzing these coaches, just like the NFL, you mm-hmm. know, like, hey, okay, that scheme is going to work. That offensive scheme is going to work for one year. Yeah. And after that, you have the greatest minds in football breaking it down, say goodbye to it. Yeah. You know, you know the wildcat. Wildcat, bye. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like You worked for a season. Uh-huh. And now you put the wildcat in, like, you're fortunate to get three yards. Yeah, Derrick Henry can... Run a mean wildcat 100%. on the goal line. Oh, that, that, that's what I mean. Like goal yeah. line, like that's when it goes because now you don't have that extra handoff going in. Yeah. Everyone knows like it's that it's, jump pass is crazy oh. on the, out of the wildcat with Derrick Henry. Without a doubt, man. I mean, it, it's it's like the new, in my opinion, it, it's like a, the new jumbo set. Or, or sorry, it's another alternative to the jumbo mm-hmm. set. We can all line up here and, you know, like, I mean, the, the road graders get yeah. to go to work. Yeah, and we find out, and now you don't have to wait that one second for that handoff. Yeah. It's like that's why the uh, Eagles, their quarterback sneak is so proficient. One is because Jalen Hurts is just a tank of a human. He is, and just really pushes the pile. Well, and he like squats like six or seven hundred yeah. pounds. It's insane. I mean, he's just a behemoth of an individual. So yeah, so my first one, the Jalen Hurts second one. Do Leon Edwards? I think that would make a great, like, full-length drama or dramatized movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanna, I wanna see that movie. So. Yeah. Okay. So I saved. I think you can't beat this story. I'm gonna bring up Tom Brady. Like, okay. As currently const- constructed, that story, sixth-round draft pick. I do think that I have a better one, but, but it'll be. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't know. It's, it's we'll a see. Fan. But just what he came from and what he accomplished. Nobody gave him a chance, and he great became the greatest winner in football history. Yeah. Like, it would be incredible. Yeah, who do you get to play Tom Brady? Brad Pitt? Um, Tom Holland? No, I'm joking. <laughs> I don't know. Probably some British dude. Yeah, <laughs> some British crinkle mick. Yeah, T mick. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. No. Yes. <laughs> Uh, They're taking over, dude. All the acting roles, man. Um, so mine would be, and this is a thirty for thirty. To be fair, okay. Like thirty for thirty, the two thousand. I think it was the two thousand eight Florida Gators. With <laughs> yes, dude. That I, team. I need. I need. <laughs> I thought it. they already had some. Who they had the Pouncy Twins, Tebow. Aaron Hernandez, uh-huh. Riley Cooper. I don't know if you remember <laughs> yeah. that insane redneck. <laughs> what is? Oh, I, th- I feel like there were more people though. Brandon Spikes, the- I think, was on that team. Tequio as well. Spikes, huh? Was it Tiki? Oh, no, Tequio was a lot older. Brandon yeah. Spikes. They had, I mean, dude, yeah, they had, they had some, some characters. Urban Meyer, what in the world happened with that guy? And I also reference a lot of these guys too because the Christian Church mm-hmm. like saddled up with so many of them and promoted them that they just yeah. turned out later on to just be like, 
oh, we're just using you for money. Yeah. You know, but not, not, not Tim Tebow. He's actually done great. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> they just kind of, because they were around him, they got associated with it. Yeah. But Urban Meyer getting busted for a lot of his crazy antics and everything, too. I mean, like, yeah. okay, I need it, guys. Yeah. I need... I don't know if that beats the Tom Brady story, though. I don't know, dude. It would be wild and It would be crazy. entertaining for... All the a time drama. period, but it would be like the Tiger King. It would be exactly consume culture one hundred for a time point. But yes. I feel like the Tom Brady story has legs that the Last Dance kind of has. Like it's see, I think it would be reversed. I think that it would be. I think Tom Brady would have like. I think it would be such. I don't. Have you ever seen Moneyball? I'm familiar with it. I okay. haven't seen it. Fantastic movie. I think that like Tom Brady as like that like kind of like that money ball it would just be like such a an incredible movie mm-hmm. but it would but it would have just so much nostalgia with it whereas like you said i think you put it spot on though <laughs> um the the 30 for 30 of the florida gators would definitely be like tiger king i mean <laughs> yeah it would just be so it would have to just be so just wild. get the aaron hernandez documentary right and just add in all the tebow and pouncy twin stuff <laughs> i mean dude, there's so many things yeah so so many things and then the riley cooper like i mean you could just each it would be it would be the craziness of um what's his of of tiger king mm-hmm. with like the in my opinion the epicness of um the last dance how you could yeah. just make it and i say that ah, that was a bad one but you could just make it 10 episodes long i, yeah. think, I think that's more what i was thinking whereas i feel like you could tell just like in a two and a half hours um you would be able to tell like a really dramatized story as a movie of i feel like you have the flexibility to do either with the tom brady story though. yes you do though for sure like you could, you could definitely do, do a last dance type documentary with the tom brady story yeah or his last dance in new england absolutely or, absolutely or just i mean when they did they they, did they and they, then they never because that's kind of like he had the same beef that michael jordan had with the uh bulls or the was it the gm i don't know so tom brady had that same beef you could tell the last dance story with his bucks championship yes Oh, I, I, I'm sure they documented all of that, right? Without a doubt, and I think, and I think that would be you're, you're right with the the Tom Brady one, or you could tell the story of his entire career, and that's also one of the greatest stories ever. Yeah, I think I'm just looking at, at maybe this last one. Why I think it would be better is I would just I would just be living for the memes. <laughs> I mean, come on, there'd be some yeah, there would be some great memes come out of that that thirty for thirty. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, forget that I took it personally. I yeah. mean, there would just be so many. You know, um, that I took it personally is so going to live forever, though, without a doubt, without I mean, crying Jordan. I think anything yeah. MJ does and so would be for would just be just just goaded mm-hmm. for for all of history. Uh, so, you know, Tom Brady, I think he needs a couple of those moments. He's done a really good job of like promoting himself. But yeah. He doesn't have that like. I guess like I can't think of a like one liner or something like that that mm-hmm. he said where everybody's like, oh, well, he's not. He hasn't been afforded the opportunity to really be on mic like that, which is going to be amazing whenever he's talking over yeah. football games. I, I hope it's like like Tony Romo just and- ruining games. Like that was <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that would be just incredible. Tony Romo just up there. Or, uh, Tom I, Brady. I hope him and are there Fox and ESPN, but it would be really fun to see him and Peyton call a game. That would be incredible. 
That would be awesome. Because, dude, Peyton is hilarious. He's so fun to watch. I love the Manning brothers. <laughs> they are just all-out goofiness. It is mm-hmm. it is fan. It is just fantastic. Big Aaron energy from the, <laughs> the Manning brothers. Just some was, goofy sons of guns. I was going to say, what are you trying to say, bro? I feel a little attacked here right now. No, in a uh, good way. Yeah. No, it's... um. Yeah, dude, uh, yeah they're, they're incredible. Hey, let's get over to some dad talk. And this is going to be like... Um, kind of like a little bit of an interview. So you are about to graduate. I am. And so um, so let's kind of just get like, uh, you're about to graduate, went through college. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, did, you did college full time. So you, you had that opportunity from, you know, your wife and also serving in the military, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Like a lot I get of, uh, disability from the military and also get a monthly stipend for being in school. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I mean, I like, just think just you're in a position, though, that you took um, definitely took it seriously mm-hmm. to, to get, you know, college done, but still being a great dad, you know, still Thank you. Thank still you. like holding it together for your family. Um, so for those who are kind of looking, maybe you're listening to this and you're like, OK, look, I got some responsibilities, but. I really want to try to better my life yeah. and better my family. Uh, so I'm going to ask you just, just some questions off, awesome. off the top of the dome. And so this is, this is our dad talk portion. Uh, so first one is how did you look at that and then make that call to go, okay, um, this is what I need to do. These are some things that I need to, I need to make happen. Uh, so in the military, I was an air traffic controller and I knew I didn't want to do that on the outside. And so I realized that the best opportunity for me was to go back to school, acquire a skill Mm. and something that I could benefit my family, like financially. Uh, And just that I picked a career path that I was interested in. My brother-in-law was a physical therapist. The original plan was go to school, um, become a physical therapist that requires extra schooling after. But being in school, realizing how difficult it was, just came to the conclusion that, okay, I'm going to finish my bachelor's. I recognized, okay, I couldn't do grad school right now with the current um, construction of our family. Mm -hmm. Like our kids are just so young. They require so much attention back and forth to activities and everything. We wouldn't be able to manage me being in physical therapy school. So putting that on the back burner and kind of realizing the limitations of things and scheduling, it's, it's all been a process of learning. Like, I've had to learn what I could handle. It's hard and intimidating at first, but just kind of have to jump in and get a course load, speak with your advisor. It's a definitely achievable, but you have to note, realize the limitations of, I guess, what you're signing up for. So how did you have that conversation like with your wife, right? Like, like hey, like here's, here's what we're gonna do. Yeah, like, here's what I wanna do. Here's what I kind of, you know, talked about it. Like, here are going to be like the expectations that, that we're going to have. Is this going to work? Like, like what, what does that conversation look like? Um, just knew I didn't want to just sit around and not do anything. Yeah. And it was kind of the only option. And uh, just having that conversation with her, like, okay, these are what, these are the options we have. Like, I can go and try and get a job with my military background mm-hmm. in some field and just kind of maybe move from job to job. But I wanted to have something more concrete, a career and not just searching for something. And thankfully with her job and the extra money that I was getting from being in school, yeah, we were afforded the opportunity for me to be able to do that. Awesome. Yeah, but, but you had that conversation though, right? Mm-hmm. Like, just hey. 
talking with her and not just leave, making decisions on my own or, or without consulting her. Never and goes thankfully, well. <laughs> yeah. And thankfully, uh, when we moved back to San Antonio, her um, mom was able to help with. We just had Violet at the time, and she yeah. was able to help and watch. And we were living with them, and so just definitely, it's not something that we would have been able to do without having family and friends that were helpful and willing to step in when we needed them. Mm. And that, that, I think that's so that's so good that you have that that help from the outside. Did you ever have like any? Um, so uh, whenever you you had started school, did you do it all at one time, or did you have to kind of break it up and take some certain breaks where you would do like, oh, I'm doing you know 18 hours this semester. Wait, I got kids, I got family so, issues. Um, I was in full, school full time. We were living in Buda, and COVID happened, and I just completely got out of school for two years and wow. just watched the kids. So just kind of put a two year pause on my plans and just to, it was an uncertain time and just, okay, knocking out these two years of school. We didn't know the severity of things. My wife's parents have uh, some v- severe health complications and just, they wanted to be around their grandkids and I wanted to be able to, with a clear conscience. Yeah be able to afford them that and it's been long process it took me like six years to get a four-year degree but I'm finally at the finish line so it's encouraging no absolutely and I think I think that happens a lot with people is that um, something that you have just I was like just being like a dad yeah look at it and you go okay make a sacrifice for not just myself and my immediate family but also for um, you know for my spouse's family yeah you know gonna make and some I, things happen that was i don't i see the development in my kids from that two years of just investing awesome. in them and i know there was no one that i'm not i wouldn't be the dad i am today if it wasn't for those two years yeah i grew so much i had to truly learn how to be selfless to put my kids before anything because i had to make that daily sacrifice so those two years were def they might have been the most two beneficial two years of my life mm. just because of the growth I experienced in that time. And, and, and I think the other thing too, that you did is like you stuck to the plan afterwards, yeah. like, okay, now that things have settled down now that we're aware, uh, and we have all the information that we can really gather at this point in time, mm-hmm. you figure that out and then you went back, right? Yeah. You're about to, you're about to finish. Mm-hmm. And so, so then, you know, you, you made those sacrifices You've done the right thing by your family, for your family, you and your, your wife, you've worked it out. So, um, and also it, it, uh, it didn't look the way that you, whenever you started, yeah. how you were going to finish, right? Like <laughs> it never does a, a global pandemic shows up and you go, wait a minute, how do we navigate this? And yeah. Like, no one knows. So we just, we just, we just figured it out. So you got that. And then, you know, kind of stepping into that, that next season where, you graduated. Now your schedule life is about to change and adapt mm-hmm. again. It's just so. another new season. Nice. And so is that your outlook on that? Like, all right, hey, like, yeah, I'm just, I'm happy in the state. Like, there's not. I have job prospects lined up and mm-hmm. excited to move into those. And the, I still have the desire to potentially go da- back to physical therapy school once we're at a later point and the kids are not as uh, reliant on needing our attention or time 24 seven. Um, but just, I'm excited about this new season. Like I'm appreciative of 
the growth I've experienced in that season and it appreciative. I celebrate the accomplishment, but I'm not complacent. Yeah. Um, cause I feel like a lot of times people are just on to the next thing and don't take the time to appreciate like, okay, I'm, I did something here. Like <laughs> I like, right. they just get weighed down by the prospect of looking forward to the next thing. And I think it's just important to reflect and be appreciative of like, okay, I did this. I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of the people that helped me along this path. Mm-hmm. And I feel closer to my family because of it, because we did this all together. Like none of this was my own doing and my wife, my kids, whether it was support emotionally, my wife taking the kids off of my hands for a few hours after she get off, gets off work one day so I can study or finish this project. Like it's been a whole team effort. It hasn't been easy on any of us, but we did it. I'm so proud of my wife and my kids. Yeah. So like, what would be like your advice to those who are looking to maybe make that change and going back to school or starting up a different thing? And it's going to be, um, it's going to be a challenge, right? Like on, like on the family, like it all is. Don't just wing it. Just create a plan with your spouse, your, whoever's in your life. If you've got kids, just set something up that's feasible. Go talk to an advisor, see if what your course load is going to be like, Mm. see what your time is going to be like. Just try, maybe try learning a language or something, looking at us, try developing a skill and see what kind of time you're afforded and just having those conversations with your spouse and just being on the same page, I think is the most crucial thing and not just you doing something out of your desire and not taking into account how it's going to affect your family, how it's going to affect your spouse. No, those, I think those are all massively and, and, and great. Like uh, you said that how, how it's going to affect your, your spouse and your kids. Yeah. Those are going to be massive things because you have to look at the development of them. Mm-hmm. Like you said later on, I love how you said like it was one of the best things because you got to see like the development yeah. of your kids um, in, in during that time period. And you can show them like, hey, like this is what it takes to like not quit. Yeah. So, Dude, awesome, man. Like, love it. I know that that helped y'all. It definitely helps me out having a plan. Like, yeah. So solid, man. Because uh, as coming from like a youth pastor perspective, because uh, I feel like all of us are, we we're, we're, we get older, we're just trapped in our, you know, our minds like stop at like 16. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why whenever like you see somebody like, hey, let's go play football. Like they hurt themselves. Yeah. They try to do something when they were 16 and bro, you're like a hundred pounds heavier. heavier. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but we get we get caught in those and we forget like oh wait I, I need to have a plan yeah and which is why I think you have a great you know um, which is why like you hear so many uh, people who start school at eighteen college mm-hmm. and then you know it takes them till they're like twenty five to get their four year degree yeah you know without being married without having kids because I started without a global pandemic <laughs> I started college outside of right out of high school oh wow like I did a semester and realized okay I don't know what I want to do mm. so I decided to join the military just because my dad my brothers all joined the military and I kind of had a roadmap of okay if I don't know what to do I can do something productive. I am able to utilize the benefits I'm using now because of that, because I wasn't just spinning my wheels, pursuing a degree. I didn't know 
what I wanted to do or whatever. So military is a great option if you don't know what you want to do. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it definitely is. Just, and then just taking that time. Because I have, uh, my kids can go to state school because of my disability now. They can go to state schools for free. Wow. That's awesome. Outside of high school. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. So, so things like that, that are just beneficial of going like, okay, like, here's you know now you you're, you've not only your sacrifice is not only set up your family today mm-hmm. but also your you know the family of tomorrow yeah which is fantastic so guys that's all we got for today dude shout out to you that was great it was great insight bro thank you i, I appreciate I, it I love that so awesome you know, more i know we normally do just dad advice but i think like that's dad and life advice on that one um for anybody who's not just the dad, but also, you know, if it, um, you know, a spouse or, uh, you know, looking to, Hey, I'm going to have this conversation with my husband, you yeah. know, about going back to school or wherever that is. So you know, I think it's absolutely awesome guys. I hope y'all enjoyed the show. We're excited. Um, as you're listening to this, we're probably amped texting each other about the NFL draft. <laughs> I hope so. I hope I'm not heartbroken right now. Yeah, it'll be great, guys. <laughs> Thank y'all so much. Have a good one. God bless. Bye.